Now's your chance to get caught up on all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. It's This Week in Tech with Gene Destro, driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Now, here's Gene Destro. This week, it's all about tech on the job, from basic skills training to a new accelerator program for hard tech entrepreneurs. We'll also talk about artificial intelligence, robots, and flying the friendly skies of Uber. All this and more coming up. While the tech boom has been a source of unparalleled wealth and prosperity in some parts of America, that's not the case here in Ohio, at least not in places like the Mahoning Valley, represented in Congress by Democrat Tim Ryan, who just recently dropped out of the presidential race. I got into this race in April to really give voice to the forgotten people of our country, the workers who have been left behind, the businesses who have been left behind, the people who need health care or aren't getting a quality education or saddled by tremendous debt. I wanted to give voice to the forgotten communities that have been left behind by globalization and automation. But it's not that there aren't any jobs available in Ohio or in other parts of the country right now. In fact, there are actually thousands of openings available that can't be filled because there just aren't enough workers with the right mix of skills necessary to do them. In Washington, Republican Ohio Senator Rob Portman talked about that while he promoted the passage of a new measure called the Jobs Act. I'm hearing from a lot of employers, they say, we can't continue to grow if we don't find these workers. And some companies even saying we're going to have to leave Ohio or leave the United States if we don't have the workforce, because workforce, like other inputs, is very important to be able to have a competitive economy. So we've got to solve this problem. In Ohio and elsewhere, there are now thousands of job openings for physicians like welders and machinists and factories, medical technicians and hospitals, computer programmers and coders. So recognizing that's an issue, the state of Ohio just started a new program called TechCred. Lieutenant Governor John Eusted. An employer can identify somebody in their workforce or many people in their workforce they want to upskill, get them enrolled with a provider could be a community college, help them get an industry-recognized credential and an in-demand occupation, and simply show us the credential, show us you've completed it, and we'll reimburse the employer up to $2,000 for the cost of that credential. There are other programs in place to help people trying to obtain tech skills as well, including the Akron Urban League's Ignite program, which helps area residents get the training and certification they need for careers in engineering and IT. For more information, go to akronurbanleague.com. And there's certainly a financial incentive for workers to obtain tech skills. Glassdoor.com recently put out its list of highest-paying U.S. jobs and companies for 2019, and their senior economic research analyst, Amanda Stansel, says people in these kinds of jobs generally make more than twice the average American salary of roughly $54,000 a year. So we see roles like data scientist, um, solutions architect, and that's really because of all the tech companies that are battling to attract and retain these really talented in-demand tech individuals. But 
what about tech entrepreneurs who dream of creating jobs and prosperity with new products? While there are already several strong accelerated programs in our area for software companies, until recently there was nothing comparable for companies that make high-tech physical products, also known as hard tech. Well, that's about to change now, according to Elise Ball from the University of Akron Research Foundation. We have always worked quite a lot with entrepreneurs that have physical products. And over the last several years, um, what we've been finding is that when we're working with those entrepreneurs, they miss out on some of the stuff that software founders get. So there aren't really accelerator programs in Northeast Ohio for these physical product companies. And there are a lot of advantages to having an accelerator program. Things like just the ability to work alongside other startup founders that are at roughly the same stage that you're at, to learn from one another, to have a list of deliverables that you're trying to get done by specific dates to keep your company on track. And so we launched the Stride Accelerator. This is a pilot program funded by the Burton D. Morgan Foundation to bring together four companies that all have physical products that are nearing market entry and to help them work through that process together as a cohort, learning from one another, participating alongside each other, and hopefully being the better for it. What does it mean to be in an accelerator program? I have a product and I want to make a go of it. How does it benefit me to be in this program? What's it like for me on the inside? So accelerator programs tend to be, as I said, cohort-based. So there's a group of companies that all start the process at the same time and they all finish it at the same time. In our particular case, it's a five-month process. We meet every two weeks to go over specific content that we think is of value to each company. So one week we might talk about branding and marketing. Another week we might talk about sales. Another week we might talk about how to pitch your business to investors. During the off weeks, we have mentors available for the teams to meet with uh, to discuss specific issues that relate just to their business. And we think that the advantages it provides is provides a pathway so you know what you're doing when and why you're doing those things. It provides accountability because we're going to hold your feet to the fire if you're not getting, for example, a lot of our companies didn't have websites when they were starting out. So one of the things we're asking them to do is to put up uh, their website for the first time. And then they're getting feedback on that, but they're also getting the accountability of, of having it done to a high enough level by a specific date. And then the other advantage, I think, that is more slightly sort of softer skills type advantage, right, is the ability to work alongside other startup founders. And I think people can learn a lot from one another. And so they're pretty much guaranteed to be working alongside people that are at roughly the same stage that they're at and are also facing some of the challenges that they face. So as a startup founders with physical products, one of the issues they often face is, how do I get this thing manufactured? And how do I qualify a manufacturer, which means find somebody that can produce the product I need at consistent qualities and consistent volume so that I know what I can deliver to my customers. So that's one of the elements that they can learn from one another as well as from us. Next, we'll take a look at our relation to technology at work, specifically working alongside robots. There's a new study out about that. A lot of workers face the possibility of being replaced by a robot, according to a study of 2,000 people by researchers in Munich and Rotterdam. Most would rather be replaced by a robot than another person. They felt the same about artificial intelligence, and researchers have a simple explanation. Ego. They say most people consider themselves irreplaceable, a basic human character, so they're more likely to accept a robot 
programmed and built to perform better than the average person. Other researchers have been looking at how people could work alongside robots. In this case, the perception of the technology is not as friendly. Most people said they began to dislike the robot after it began winning. In some cases, seeing the robot's score increasing would stress the person out, causing them to perform badly. Brian Banmiller, CBS News. Also today, a story about companies that are improving the employee experience with artificial intelligence. I'm Jeff Colvin of Fortune Magazine with Inside Business at many companies doing simple things like getting a computer glitch fixed or finding what's covered by your employer's health insurance can take hours of your time and drive you nuts. It also distracts you from your real work and wrecks your mood. So in today's tight labor market, companies of all sizes, from huge global consulting and tech giants to tiny startups, are charging into the business of improving the employee experience with artificial intelligence. The Deloitte professional services firm uses an AI-supported system called ConnectMe, which uses algorithms to draw on vast amounts of in-house data and then uses chatbots to deliver fast answers and solutions to just about any imaginable speed bump an employee might encounter. If for some reason the chatbot can't quite handle a problem, a human manager intercedes. Sometimes the system can identify what's wrong, but a person has to decide what to do about it. Finally, why drive to the airport when you can just fly there with Uber? Brian Cooley has more. Uber makes you think cars, and maybe you've heard they're developing a whole new kind of helicopter for the future. But in the meantime, they're launching with regular helicopter rides. Uber Copter has gone into full launch in New York City, and our Tim Stevens took one of the first flights. You set your destination as normal. The app then sets up your ride from where you are to the helipad, your helicopter ride from there to the New York City area airport, and your ride from that helipad to your terminal. The cost? Not a lot more than taking an Uber Black Premium car, and that would take at least an hour, where the entire Uber Copter trip is about half that time. Now, this is a New York City story, but it indicates that Uber's hunger is for a broader future. High-tech cars and modern driving at CoolionCars.com. And that's it for now. See you next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Driven by your Northern Ohio Honda dealers. Life is better with a Honda. Visit your local Northern Ohio Honda dealer today or online at northernohiohondadealers.com. Tune in next week for more tech news and listen online at wakr.net.